Presented by the United States Sentencing Commission, this is Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast for federal sentencing practitioners covering topics of interest. Here are your hosts, Abisay Bayisa and Rachel Pierce. Um, Rachel, I'm hoping you can help me here. I'm um, happy to try. <laughs> can I just say before we get started, the 2X guidelines... I know are so confusing. Do you feel like all you do is flip back and forth in that guideline? I feel like I'm going in circles. Right. When then I, you go, when I'm do, yeah. You go back to the original, <laughs> and then you go back to 2X, but I'll, then right. do you go to chapter three, which I think sort of implicates my question, and I, sorry to bother you, I feel like sometimes this is, it's like one of those like application issues, but mm-hmm. the question is this. The defendant's offensive conviction is misprison of a felony. Mm-hmm. Okay. The underlying offense, the offense that he was to have said to misprison, is this huge fraud conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this big conspiracy, there's lots of people, and at least one of the people in this conspiracy um, played an aggravating role. Okay. Okay. So there's clearly like a leader organizer in this conspiracy, mm-hmm. not not this particular defendant. Right. So my question is, when you're doing the guideline under 2X4.1 for misprison of a felony, mm-hmm. you know it tells you to go back and calculate. And my question is, when do you apply the Chapter 3 adjustments? All right, so let's let's start by talking about what it means when you said you go back and you calculate. So. The, the base offense level at 2X4.1, which is, of course, the guideline for misprison of a felony, it says it's to be nine levels lower than the offense level for the underlying offense. Okay. And so the application note goes on to say that the underlying offense is the offense as to which the defendant is convicted of committing the misprison. Okay. So in this case, of course, it's the fraud, fraud. offense. So we go back to 2B1.1. 2B1.1. And you apply all the specific offense characteristics that the defendant that that should have been known or reasonably known by the defendant. Okay. So based on what that defendant knew about that offense, that's how two B one point one is calculated. So I guess you know in his okay. So it's it's I guess a little bit more limited than just the eff- the offense and all relevant conduct. It's sort of what. So for example, if there's a hundred victims, mm-hmm. but the defendant thought it was 10, mm-hmm. right, and he wasn't a part of the others, mm-hmm. would you, or five or two, mm-hmm. right, you would apply the offense level for, like, the five or two, I right? think so. I think it's, you know, based on what that defendant knew or should have reasonably known okay. about the offense. Okay. And I think, I think certainly that could be different for different defendants depending on what they knew, what sort okay. of involvement they had. Um, you know, what the scope of their knowledge of the offense was. Okay, so assuming you can go through 2B1.1 and you have, like, a pretty good sense of, like, what he Mm -hmm. knew or reasonably should have known, Mm -hmm. we get, and then you go back to Mm 2X4.1 because you have to subtract 9. Correct. From that. Correct. What, where do you... 
where do you where do you do the chapter three adjustments? Well, so you do the chapter. Th you go back to two x four point one, like you said. You take the nine levels off. Then you keep moving forward to chapter three, and that's where you apply the chapter three adjustments. But where the rub is here, and I think this is where folks get confused sometimes, is that the application of those chapter three adjustments are not on the basis of the underlying offense at that point. So they're not based on that underlying fraud offense. They're based on what the offense of conviction is, which is the misprison of a felony. So if there's not an aggravating role in the misprison of a felony, then you wouldn't apply that chapter three adjustment. Ah, uh, oh, oh, okay. Because <laughs> I, okay, so my head's spinning. So as I understand it then, when you're going back to the underlying offense mm -hmm. under 2X4.1, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That underlying offense is, in this case, the fraud, mm -hmm. right? Right. So you only calculate the guidelines under Chapter 2 mm -hmm. for the fraud. So, because it seemed to me that, and I guess my question was, you know, would you do the 2B1.1 calculations for the fraud? And then, because sometimes we talk about the underlying offense, does that also include the Chapter 3 adjustments? But you're saying, no, just stop at 2, right, at Chapter 2. Mm -hmm. So you do the guideline calculations for the underlying offense, go back to 2X4.1, and then continue to apply the guidelines, I guess, in order, right? Exactly. Chapter 2. Then chapter three. In order, taking it back to, to, to 1B1.1, where we talk about the order of guideline application, which is you start in chapter one, move your way to chapter two, move your way to chapter three. So the misprison of a felony is chapter two calculations. So underlying offense, that's all in chapter two. So we're, we have to complete that process first, take those nine levels off first, then move on to chapter three. And you're saying, and then once you get to chapter three, mm -hmm. right, we're no longer in that underlying offense world, right? right? We're not talking about what happened under, uh, for the underlying offense. That's, now, that's a good way to describe it. No longer in that underlying offense world. <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I like that. No, that's good. That's good. In other words, now we're back to the offense of conviction, exactly. right? So it's like we, on, we only use the underlying offense just for the purpose of calculating the misprison of a felony guideline. And once we're done with that and we have the guideline under TRICS 4.1, I mean, yes, we tell people you should move forward to Chapter 3 to mm -hmm. see if they apply, but now we're only looking at the defendant's offense of conviction. Right. So when you're trying to apply, like, minor role or aggravating role, it's only based on the misprison of a felony. Exactly. Not the underlying offense. Exactly. Okay. You got it. All right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Good job. This wraps up our episode of Sentencing Practice Talk, today brought to you by the United States Sentencing Commission. Thanks so much for listening, and be sure to check back often for new topics. Sentencing Practice Talk, a regular podcast on federal sentencing issues. Please be advised that information provided by the Commission staff is offered to assist in understanding and applying the sentencing guidelines. The information does not necessarily represent the official position of the Commission, should not be considered definitive, and is not binding upon the Commission, the Court, or the parties in any case.